The Steelers, their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win for Washington. 23-17, the final. More to do. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam and Eddie with the Five Wide Podcast. Today is November 9th. It is a Wednesday. Um, excuse me, I said November 9th, December 9th. Ooh. Um, this is episode seven, and we are coming off of a victory over Pittsburgh, uh, 23 to 17. Who would have thought? Um, yeah, big, big time dub. Yeah, man. So... I thought for sure we would lose. Um, obviously, 100%. I said There's it no on the last podcast. Um, <laughs> that superstition, I I think, is like good, you know? Dude, it's holding, it's holding yeah, up, it man. Is. That's crazy. It is. Uh, so I think I'm going to stand pat. We'll get into uh, previewing Washington versus San Francisco um so full disclosure if you don't want to wait to the end to know who i predicted i will predict san francisco um and if you follow the show over the last six episodes you know why i do that um but let's get into the monday night game so the game was flexed to monday night we should have played sunday at like one middle of the day where nobody would have cared um you know just kind of hidden in in the mix of all the games but due to the ravens coronavirus outbreak and all that crap they were dealing with um it got flexed to monday um i heard a lot of people making excuses early in the week as soon as you know like that raven steelers game got kept getting pushed back and pushed back because remember originally they were supposed to play on thanksgiving too yeah and then it got pushed to sunday and then Monday, and then Tuesday, you know, so it just kept getting pushed back, and then it was, oh, well, now Pittsburgh's only going to have five days rest, Washington had 10 days rest, blah, 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 okay, whatever, you were 11-0, and 0, so, you know, whatever, and, mm-hmm. I mean, we beat them. We did. We did, so. We did, it was, a uh, yeah, it was just, uh, I felt, felt kind of convincing too by the end of it right yeah. you know it didn't feel like we lucked into that right um so yeah, it, was a, it was a good win I, obviously like pittsburgh was pretty banged up they were they were missing some key players and i think they even had they even they had, had a few that um, went down during the game right right but even even though they're even, even still like you know it was a uh, it's not like we haven't had to deal with our own injury issues so oh, yeah. um i think it was it was a big time win yeah and so i'm actually happy that you mentioned it was a convincing win, right? So obviously the start of the game, uh, which we'll kind of get into here shortly, start of the game, it was like, oh man. It's the complete like, opposite. Here we Very go. unconvincing. You know, yeah. like, damn. You know, uh, got excited for nothing, whatever. But when you saw that momentum shift, um, it's almost like they never relented. You know, it, it's just like yeah. they just, they took it and just kept going and going and going. Um, 
Now, for me personally, being battered and beaten as a fan for the last, you know, mm-hmm. umpteen years, even when it was there was the interception at the end of the game to kind of basically seal the deal, I was like, well, if they don't pick up a first down, they go three and out. Like, I start playing the clock game, right? I'm like, then Pittsburgh yeah. gets the ball back. They have like 46 seconds. Okay, let's see how many timeouts. So I start playing all the scenarios in my head of they have more than enough time to come down and beat us, right? So I was like, crap. But, you know, I thought the defense balled out again, which we'll get into shortly. So, but why don't we get into, why don't you take us through, uh, the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like you were saying, yeah, that that first half was was rough, right? <laughs> like it was it was zip zip in the first quarter, and and by the first by the end of the first half, we'd only had a field goal. So what, it was three three to fourteen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was it was bad. We weren't really getting a whole lot going. But one thing I do want to highlight was um, Logan Thomas. I think it was it was one of our last plays of the half, mm-hmm. and uh, what he like he had a really good chip block. He caught the ball. He like I think he he like broke a tackle or two and like really reached out trying to get trying to get that first down. Oh, yeah. Right? He didn't. I don't think he got there. Um, although, like, if you look at the play, and I think it should have been reviewed, I think he actually, in reality, he did get that first down. Yeah, because his but, his, I mean, his whole wrist was across, let yeah, alone the ball. Yeah. But you know, I think that that speaks to um, speaks to like the new attitude mm-hmm. um, that we have within this team, right? Where yeah, it wasn't it wasn't working, but they weren't quitting, and uh, and I think Logan Thomas in particular was was really rewarded for his efforts, right? Mm-hmm. Like he. He set that tone, and then um, that second half, he had he had himself a day, right? Like he, how would he finish with like nine receptions, close to 100 yards, what 98 yards? Yeah. So for the quick stat line, um, Logan Thomas he finished with nine receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Cam Sims, uh, five receptions for 92 yards. Um, Alex Smith overall, 31 for 46 for 296, a touchdown, no interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, you know, it was it was good. Um, I give props to Scott Turner. You know, it was it was oh, a yeah. slow start, mm-hmm. but um, and but we were talking about this right before. But you know, I guess that's kind of what we expected, right? Against against a vaunted Steelers oh, yeah. defense, like that that defense is no joke. Yeah. And um, I think Scott Turner did a really good job of taking what the defense gave him, mm-hmm. right? So so Scary Terry had a quiet day. Yeah. He had two receptions for 14 yards, but like he, he caught the first ball and that was about it right. for the rest yeah. of the day. Right. <laughs> uh, but that was because um, the Steelers keyed in on him. And I like that Scott Turner saw that mm-hmm. and used it. Right. Like, I mean, again, can't say enough good things about Terry. He knew that they were keying in on him, but he continued to run his routes. He knew he wasn't going to be as involved, but he still blocked. Um, you know, he still did all the right things and he opened things up which in turn allowed a lot of our other guys to shine in particular cam sims right, right? like yeah, he had absolutely. himself a career day made one hell of a catch oh, yeah that one um, catch down the sideline man that was that was, that good, was nice man. right yeah, yeah it, it was it was coming over his over his head too yeah. right yeah. uh so yeah you know um they we we did a good job of taking what the defense gave us um you know alex smith continues to do what we need him to do oh absolutely uh, that catch, that catch to Sims, right? Like that was a relatively deep throw too, mm-hmm. right? Like he's not, it's, it's not all just dinking and dunking, although he did quite a bit of that with, um, with McKissick, right. but 
yeah, overall, I was I was happy with our offense and um, and our ability and the fact that they they took what the defense gave them and they made something of it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 for sure. And so, interesting point, right? So you said they took Terry away, right? So we all saw that. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. um, Antonio Gibson went down early. I believe it was like the third or fourth play of the game, um, right? Which, as far as the injury report is concerned, he's got uh, turf toe, so. I guess normal prognosis, like what, four to six weeks, something like that. So hopefully they don't rush him back. I mean, obviously we want him back if he's ready to go. Um, but, but that's a rough one. But that was, right? like, yeah. yeah, that was huge. Um, so I actually have a question for you towards the end of the show regarding Gibson. But back mm-hmm. to that point. So Mike Tomlin had said we're going to take away 17 and 24. So Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson basically make somebody else beat you so mm-hmm. to your point with logan thomas and cam sims basically having career days i mean they pretty much were the reason why obviously alex smith too right um but i mean definitely a, a shout out to them i mean cam sims ended up getting the game ball so uh we needed somebody to step up and that's what they did um after this performance, right, after seeing seeing this performance, so you and I pretty much like everybody else in Washington football team nation. That just sounds weird saying that. Um, you know, um, after watching that performance, right, because we've been tracking over the last couple of weeks. Now, the Thanksgiving game, Cam Sims was pretty much non-factor. He, you know, didn't seem to have his number called, right? Um, but the previous games before that um, – I thought he played well. He was coming on. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he played well. So after that performance against Pittsburgh, how do you feel? Do you feel comfortable enough thinking or putting him as a viable number two option, wide receiver two, or is he just still maybe a third or fourth option? I still think he's a third option, but I think that if just looking at his growth, I think he absolutely has the potential to blossom into a number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has the mindset to do so as well. Like he's clearly been working. He's taking advantage of his opportunities. I think he'll only continue to get better. Yeah. But um, all that to say though, like even, even with Logan Thomas having a great day, um, I still don't think that they fully address our needs at those positions. If that makes sense. Like I still think that we should be looking to acquire a top tier tight end. Mm-hmm. We should be looking to acquire another another top wide receiver, mm-hmm. whether that's through the draft or through free agency. But um, no, I I definitely like them, um, and I think they're good and they're improving. But do I think they're like they're at that level yet where where they're you know, they they deserve to be mentioned as like as a as a given starter on really about any other team? Mm-hmm. No, I don't I don't think they're there quite yet. Yeah. So. I will agree with you there. Now, here's where I'll slightly disagree. Um, On this team in its current roster, right, as it is, I think Cam Sims has earned that, you know, number two spot. But, yeah, if you put him up against the league, how many other teams would he be a number two for? Probably not not, not many. So that's what I was saying. So in that regard, no, 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 I think you're absolutely right. Um, But you think, like, so we have Isaiah Wright, um, Dontrell Inman. um, There's Steve Sims, who 
other than special teams, really hasn't flashed. And, I mean, he's had his issues with that. Now, I get it. He had an injury earlier in the year, but I was kind of been, like, underwhelmed with him. You know, it Mm -hmm. just – I thought what he was doing last year and have had those few bright spots, I I kind of expected him to kind of grow into either, like, some sort of a prominent slot guy or a release valve on on the other side of Terry, but that just hasn't happened. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, right now, as it stands, I see Sims playing the rest of the way, getting a decent amount of targets, right? So, yeah, no, oh, I, I, I completely agree. He's our number two, yeah, for sure, right? At this point, I feel like he's locked that down, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, the way he's been playing, he's our number two, but he's our number one in our heart, you know what I mean? So, (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm joking, but, um, yeah, so it'll be interesting going forward, right? I just hope this coaching staff doesn't get, I say, fooled into thinking some of these role players are better than what they are, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just feel like yeah. you have certain certain players and individuals stepping up in certain spots right throughout the year right. uh, because you saw the Cleveland game. I thought Isaiah Wright played well when we played the Browns. Um, And there was a few other games early in the season where I thought he played well. But now you look at him, it's not that he's not playing well, but he's not what Cam Sims is right now. So that's all. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, hopefully they're out there scouting, whether it's a free agency pool coming up or the upcoming draft class. Because, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. You you need a true um, number two and – you need um, an elite or top tier tight end. So, yeah, I yeah. think I think they have some work to do. But again, that's not taking anything away from what Cam Sims and Logan Thomas did against the Steelers. I thought they were awesome, and I think you're absolutely right too with Scott Turner and some of the things he was able to dial up. But and then that's also credit to Alex too, right? Taking what the defense was giving him, um, yeah. not necessarily I mean, forcing that- stuff. That's that's kind of what he's always excelled at, Absolutely. right? Like he's that yeah, he's he's a game manager, whatever but he's you want an to call elite it. Game manager. <laughs> right, yeah. He's not gonna lose you the game. Absolutely. Right. Which right. is which in this league is a lot. It's huge. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And especially when, when you have what we have, which is which is a defense that can kind of hold its own, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So um Alex Smith has proven that um that he belongs and yeah, he just continues to do what we need him to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm still amazed if you just really stop and think. So, I mean, he's been our starter for a little while now, right? So is he three and one as a starter? Um, Yeah. If you just stop and think a about the injury and then, nah, there's no way he's going to make the team. And then he makes the team. It's like, okay, that's cute, but there's no way he's going to play. And then everything that transpired since then, if, fast forward to where we are now and it's just like talking about a storybook like or cinderella story like it doesn't get any better than that like there's no way yeah all of that all the fairy tales right like yeah this is it's crazy and then you beat pittsburgh in their house on monday night in the all fresh first time ever right yeah right like we've never we've never beaten them at hines field the last time we beat pittsburgh was what i think it was it's before I was born. Yeah. I've never seen us do it. So <laughs> yeah, man. What year were you um, born? 91. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But I was born in December. I think they beat him in November. Ah, well, you just missed it. Then. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've been waiting a long time, man. 
Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I mean, so for and and then I feel like Alex Smith actually played a good role in this game because you know there's some games where he plays and you're just like, oh, okay, well. Th- us winning really wasn't attributed to him or us losing wasn't attributed to, him. you know, he just was kind of there, but I thought, yeah. I thought his presence was felt in, in seen in this game. So that was good, man. Uh, was it, um, Oh, uh, who's the lineman that backed up on him and made his leg bleed? Everybody was like freaking out. Was it oh, Chase, yeah, Chase not... Rouye? I think that's who it was. I think so. Yeah. yeah his I think cleat, so. His cleat like <clears throat> took the skin off of his leg. Oh yeah. Alex Smith yeah. was talking about it after oh. the game too. He said he could like see it gushing out. And I was like, Oh, that sucks. But everybody was freaking out. <laughs> oh man, like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not our guy. But no, so all around I thought, yeah, once they really got into a rhythm, they were they were good to go. And I mean that was it was pretty cool. Um Yeah, man, for sure. But it was 20 to three in the second half in terms of points that we had versus points they had. So that's, that's solid, Mm -hmm. man. (laughs) No, 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 absolutely. Um, So let's get into the defense real quick. So we gave up 21 on the ground and I didn't expect either team to rush for much. So we rushed, I think, I think we have 45 total rushing yards, Mm -hmm. Um, but we only gave up 21. I think we gave up 300 through the air something like that give or take okay um it just was solid man like they started fast so they were able to hold pittsburgh to three and outs on their first two drives which is the first time this season that that's happened to pittsburgh so i thought our defense set the tone early Um, definitely what say you definitely yeah that i really like our d-line right like they're they're turned it into something kind of special right so, you know, last week when we previewed the game, we talked about needing to affect Roethlisberger, right? Get in his face mm-hmm. and, and irritate him. And we weren't able to generate the sacks, right? right? But you saw, you know, just like on how on the offensive side we adjusted, you saw that on the defensive side as well. It seemed like our, our defensive line was just constantly getting their hands up into passing lanes mm-hmm. and tipping balls. So yeah, we're not we might not be hitting Roethlisberger, but we're still affecting him, right? We're annoying the hell out of him in that regard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, Pittsburgh had a ton of drops, right? Oh yeah, 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 they did. So I mean, I don't know if you can attribute all of that to to our D line, but I think you can attribute some of it, right? At least in terms of like maybe Big Ben not getting the ball exactly where he wanted it to be mm-hmm. because they just they were like that constant presence kind of in his way. Um, and obviously what Montez Sweat had that big tip ball at the end of the game, oh, yeah. that little pick yep. Bossett got the pick right. and that, that, that was all she wrote. So, um, again, really happy on the defensive side as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I thought, so on that drive that Pittsburgh ended up getting, it was like on the goal line, basically, mm-hmm. I think it was like third and something Tim Settle had that penalty which then gave Pittsburgh half the distance to the goal plus a fresh set of downs and they still weren't able to punch it in 
they try to be disrespectful, run it on us four straight times <laughs> to include, like I said, to include going for it on fourth down. Chase Young was having none of that on that fourth yep. and inches play because yep. he shed his block. I mean, he shot right down towards where the running back was and got his ass like right at the goal line. And I thought that right there was a huge turning point. Um, I think it really put Pittsburgh on notice to know, like, you're not about to just do what you want against us. Um, right. They did have – who was that first touchdown to? Was it to Washington? I thought there was a blown coverage down the sideline. Yeah. So yeah. those types of things do happen. No, it was a- – Huh? Deontay Johnson, I think. What's that? Right. Johnson. It was, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, those those plays in particular were kind of what we talked about going into that game um, when we previewed it. And I was saying, you know, we have to limit those big plays. I don't think they had very many big plays, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like I said, I don't think their receivers did bend any favors, really. Yeah. In a lot of spots, you saw Juju dropping a lot of balls. Um Ebron. Yeah, Ebron. Um, just watching Ebron in particular over the last couple of weeks, right? Just where I'm able to catch games, um, but in particular against the Ravens, it just seemed like he dropped everything that was thrown to him. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of always been his knock too, right? right? Like even back when he was drafted over, I think he was drafted to Detroit, and he had the same thing. It's just yeah, he's got brick hands sometimes, right, yeah. and I don't know why because <laughs> he was he was great in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is, but. Um, I was looking forward to him dropping passes against us just because just because that was just one of the but the crazy thing is and you were not disappointed. No, 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 not at all. no he definitely lived up to my expectations. Um I thought like he must be doing something right. So it's either just size or he runs good enough routes because he creates enough separation and gets himself open. He just can't catch. You know? Yeah. Um so yeah. we were definitely blessed in that regard. Um I think Juju Smith-Schuster is a very great, like, intermediate type of receiver. He was dropping balls right there where where he was. So it wasn't to say that our guys locked them down because there were several times those dropped balls. Like, you saw the separation that their receivers had on our defenders. Um, But, so, I mean, the ball bounced our way, so to speak, um, in that regard. But, again, I think that line was just nasty. You know, yeah, whether, like I said, it's yeah. Tim Settle switching in with um, some beef down there. With, with Payne or, or, or Allen. Um, Sweat and Chase Young, I think, is an amazing combo, right? Yeah. I didn't know what to really think of it going into the year, only because last year Sweat's production, I think we were all just so hyped that we got, like, this early round, you know, edge rush and uh, he was a steal, like draft pick, right? right? Like yeah. We just... So we're like, man, this is about to be good. And then he, his numbers didn't flash or anything like that. So you're just like, oh man, this guy, he's gonna be a dud. Then there's Chase Young coming in with all the hype. We're like, okay, but yeah. there's still a learning curve and all that type of stuff. And with the shortened season or the off season, and everything, we just didn't know how it was gonna pan out. This defense is really gelled at this point and clicked and. I think they're playing with swag, if you will. I don't like to yeah. use that word all the time, but this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're 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 playing with confidence. I think they they understand what they're capable of, which is which is huge, right? Yeah. Like I think that's that's big for a kind of for a defense that certainly wasn't proven going into this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, 
so yeah, they're, they're learning, they're learning things about themselves and, um, and it's nice to see it was just, man, it was a good win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not all about like stats and overall rankings and stuff like that. Um, I think I made that very clear. Um, but <laughs> we went into the game, I believe we were number, we were ranked number one in red zone defense. Right. So stopping them on that fourth and one really, I think, solidified and drove that point home to all the viewers that don't really get to watch our team. Right. They yeah. they just look at a stat sheet and say, how are Washington's ranked whatever? And them dudes are, you know, you know, the record is poo. But so they were able to see that. And then I think we have like the fourth overall ranked defense. So. Yeah. I mean, boys, boys are getting busy, and I love it. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I can't say enough about them. Clearly, I would like better one, one or two linebackers, and like a corner or another safety. But like I said, that's for down the road. But this team, how it was assembled, a lot of it is coaching. A lot of it is them getting the most out of the players and that's yeah. that's what i think is extremely refreshing to see about this team so we're, we're, we're like actively setting up our players to succeed what is what is that where has that been right. for like the past for the past decade or yeah. so yeah and i mean you just saw it the last couple of years with greg minuski as a defensive coordinator and them dudes were oh lost the guys were lost out there you know i hate him yeah hate him in his cutoffs <laughs> Yeah, I I I'm just happy, man. Like with all all that's going on with the organization, front office, um, what's going on on the field with the coaching staff, all that stuff. Jack Del Rio, his his adjustments, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I just I just thought it was good all the way around. So before we put a bow on the Washington Pittsburgh game, we give Dustin Hopkins. I personally give Dustin Hopkins a lot of crap um over yeah. over over this season it hasn't been the best season for him he had a hell no, of a he's, game he's had his struggles yeah. he's had his struggles yeah he had a hell of a game on monday against pittsburgh and that stadium for people who don't know is not easy to kick in the way that that wind yeah. blows and swirls um right it's like right on the water too yeah, it yeah sits it's right on the Allegheny river spot. yeah um he he had himself a day and because of that he ended up um he he was named the i was like nfc special teams player of the week so shout out to him yeah, for man. sure well deserved yeah, yeah, yeah. even had himself a tackle yeah. yeah yeah i always love when kickers get it i mean nobody's like pat mcafee but i love when kickers and punters like stick their nose in there yeah and yeah or or what's his name matt bosher oh yeah with, with the Falcons, that dude he will lay the wood yeah. on some people <laughs> it's awesome i love it yep um so yeah no i mean it was good man it was it was just good all the way around and then the interview after the game i don't know if you saw it so jace young was being interviewed by aditi kikabala from the nfl network and mm -hmm. you know she was asking him about you know what was it like playing against ben roethlisberger and this and that first of all this is how old i'm about to feel he's like I grew up watching him when I was in middle school. And I was like, yo. <laughs> um, you know, and he said he was watching him in it was like elementary school or middle school, or whatever. And, you know, she was like, you guys didn't get the sacks that you wanted, but you were able to apply pressure and you got to him, you know, a few times. He said, yep, mm -hmm. yeah, I hit him three times. Like, I love <laughs> Chase Young, man. Like, he, he yeah. doesn't care about your record. He doesn't care 
what your name is. He doesn't care about anything. He's like, I'm coming to, you know, ruin your day. And yeah, we we need that. You know, everybody says, you know, oh, they're like straight dogs, you know, but they are. I mean, those dudes, they're they I can't describe it, but no, I mean, I think you summed it up earlier where you said uh, they're playing with some swag. Yeah, man. Right. Like they've, they've got that. They've got that confidence to them. Um, and yeah, you love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you catch the uh, did you catch him talking to Mike Tomlin? Oh, when, on the uh, sideline. And yeah, when Tomlin, honestly, he hit us with like the perfect backhanded compliment. Yeah, he did. Like that was, that with, was so nice yeah. by him. <laughs> like, what do you say? He's like, I never want to lose enough games to get, to, a, player to get like, a player like you. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he negged us, dude. Yeah, he did. And, but like, he, it was well played on his part. Yeah. And there was a lot of truth to what he said, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, all right. So that, that wraps up Washington against Pittsburgh again. If you fast forward it oh, until now, can I say one real quick? Yeah, 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 one 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 thing. Um, we had nine penalties this past game. Did we? Oh, see, is, and that's something I didn't even tally. So that that's kind of a change. Um, you know, I think one of the one of the sneaky improvements that this team has made that hasn't really been talked about much this year is that we're not getting penalized uh, anywhere close to the rates that we were getting penalized under Gruden. Right, oh, when yeah. we were just an undisciplined team. Um, but yeah, we had quite a few penalties this past game. Hopefully that trend doesn't continue, yeah. but I think like, you know, we, you never want to only talk about the positives. There are always things you can improve on. And I feel like this was one of those. Yeah. So to, to your point, right. I did notice there, there was a few times, uh, the name slips me number 47. He had a special teams penalty, um, and then again, there was the one with Tim Settle. Um, I thought the penalty on Morgan Moses on TJ Watt, where they said hands to the face, he was blocking him. TJ was kind of dipping and coming around, and it was his hand just kind of slid up his face mask, but didn't mm-hmm. didn't really. It wasn't enough. He wasn't there. gunning for his face, right? Yeah. So there are a few that I thought were like ticky tack, but then again, there was those. There was a few emotional penalties and. Um, I thought they were able to settle down and come off of that. I mean, again, you want your guy scrappy. You want him out there wanting to make plays, wanting to, for the lack of better term, smack the other team in the mouth. So, um, but you can't, you can't lose focus. You can't get undisciplined. But um, yeah, so I'm actually happy that you brought that up. So hopefully they they clean those types of things up and you know get back to playing a little bit more discipline. Yeah. Um, all right, so that, that does it for the Washington-Pittsburgh recap. Again, Washington 23, Pittsburgh 17. Next up, we have the San Francisco 49ers. I think that brings a whole different sort of challenge or matchup. Um, what do you think there? Yeah, um, to be quite frank, I'm terrified of playing Kyle Shanahan teams. Um, he's just he's so good. really good. Yeah, he's just a really, really good offensive coordinator, right? Uh, and and he's their head coach, but <laughs> but just the way he schemes up an offense, yeah, um, he's a fucking genius, he, right? Yeah, he's and we let him walk out our door. That's that's still a, a rough pill to swallow, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and they're they're getting healthier. They're still banged up. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll have Garoppolo or Kittle for our game. So I did hear that they're ruled out, both of them. Okay, okay, so then. I mean, I guess we're good in that regard, mm-hmm. but um, what they had Nick Mullins mm-hmm. playing quarterback, and they still he threw two picks, but he also threw two three touchdowns against the Bills, and the Bills defense isn't bad. No, 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 they're 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 good, real good. So yeah, we're 
you know, we, we're still going to have some problems. I think they've got Mostert back. Yep. Um, I don't think he was like a full, full go in the last game. I still, they, I think they still kind of, um, they might've limited him a little bit, but even then, I mean, that, that guy's a, like he can hit a home run at any point. Right. Yeah. I saw, um, so bills, bills and 49ers played after Washington Pittsburgh. So I stayed up and watched that. I, I, I did see a few runs where, most he's like a slippery kind of runner so like you're yeah. but you're absolutely right i mean he's a home run threat and he can strike from anywhere um yeah. but not to mention they've got um debo back too yeah i mean that's another big play threat right mm-hmm. and and brandon Ayuk, who's their rookie yes. he's been coming on too so i mean we're gonna have our hands full on 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 defense yeah. uh i think jordan reed even caught a touchdown mm-hmm. so yeah, assuming he manages to make it to the game and actually play, um, yeah, I think we're gonna have our hands full on defense. I'm I'm definitely nervous about this game, and there's really no quit in this Niners team either. You know, right. they they're in a very very tough division, and they're at the bottom of it, but they're still they're still coming out and competing, and they're they're making games really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll kind of echo that. I think offensively, clearly Kyle Shanahan can scheme. I feel like you and I to get open. So there's going to be that. I think the key to limiting those big plays is you're going to have to beat up their offensive line. Like you're going to have to collapse that pocket. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how the edge is 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 going to get home much. Obviously, they have Trent Williams, who really over the course of the year hasn't been like Trent Williams, if you will. Um, so I don't know if it's just age or 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 what. Um, just kind of settling in. But I I'm interested to see that Chase Young Trent Williams matchup. Um, yeah. all day long. You know. Yeah, that'll be fun. Now, I think. I think our secondary is going to struggle in this game. But, I mean, then again, it's like you look at Dallas. Andy Dalton is no slouch. I mean, he literally has been a starter his whole career. Um, yeah. And they have arguably <laughs> arguably the best, one of the best receiving cores in the league. Um, yeah. we, we limited them. You look at what we did against Pittsburgh. Now, I'm not riding that, like, Pittsburgh high thinking because we beat an undefeated team that we're just going to run the table right I feel like any team at any week um can smack you in the mouth I think if you go back and just look over what Pittsburgh or or excuse me who they've played it's been somewhat in my opinion of a soft schedule so yeah San Francisco is 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 going to be tough um I don't think it'll be a cakewalk. I have seen some of those tweets out there that it's like oh we got this and then there's the more realistic fans um I feel like have brought up kind of the same points you did, right? All that they have on offense. And I don't think their defense is terrible. I mean. No, nah, Sherman's back. Yeah, I was about to say Sherman was back. I saw him flying around. Um, yeah. I do think he can get got, though. Clearly he's getting up there in age. Um, but he still provides that smart veteran, like, savviness. Uh, yeah. That I think is going to – give our offense some fits especially our receivers obviously but yeah i mean we'll have our hands full um for sure ultimately 
what is your prediction for the game or who do you have? I, I have the Niners. I, I do. Um, just looking at the stats from, from the Niners game with the bills, uh, Nick Mullins didn't get sacked. No. Right. Yeah. Oh, he didn't wow. get a sack. Um, so yeah, I, I do have the Niners. I feel like they're only going to get better as, as they get healthier. Um, and as Mullins get, you know, gets more reps as, uh, as their QB. But, um, I, I do think that we can win. Um, it's, again, it's just going to hinge on on our strength versus their strength, which is which is our ability to get to the quarterback. Right? It's going to hinge on how well our defensive line can can uh, battle with their offensive line. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to turnover battle again. Um, I think defensively, both teams are going to show well. I. I almost and and it's weird, but I almost see it being more of how that Pittsburgh game was. I don't think it'll be like how it was against Dallas, where we run away with the score or vice versa, right? So there's no quit in San Francisco. There's definitely no quit in our team, right? We've proved that. Um, I think this is a game San Francisco can win. Clearly, Kyle Shanahan likes to beat us. Um, but this is also like to me, I feel like a revenge game for what they did to us last year. All that sliding yeah. around the field, like this was a soccer game and and all that stuff. Um, so it would be yeah. nice to to beat them. Um, but it's so close. I think the team matches up well. Um, I I could see us losing, man. To like to be honest, like there's the part of me who's gonna pick. Washington to win I mean um pick San Francisco to win just to kind of carry on with this superstitious thing I've been on the last like I don't know four or five weeks but overall I think San Francisco is talented enough to beat us so that's where I'll say it but I, I think it'll be a close game like a 21-24 type situation okay all right so I don't know you heard it here first yeah um but it sucks too because I mean I could see us winning but superstitious right so i'm gonna stick with us losing but it's interesting we didn't mention they're actually playing in arizona um neutral site because of what's going on out in the san francisco area so santa clara county they're not allowing any sort of contact sports or anything like that so that's why they're they're out in arizona so it's a home game for san francisco but neutral site so we'll see kind of how that has what that has to do with anything um but i don't know Either way, yeah. Either way, um, I think we have a fun stretch of the season left. The last four games, it could get interesting. I think it'll come down to the last game of the season. Something tells me we'll have the same record as the Giants as we do now. And uh, did did the Giants play Dallas the last game? I know we play Philly, right? So I feel like it'll be we win, Giants lose, and we're in, or the other way around for them. But mm. it'll be interesting, man. Yeah. It'll be interesting. So, all right. Well, you heard us recap the Washington-Pittsburgh game. We previewed how what's about to happen in San Francisco or against <laughs> San Francisco. Um, in Arizona. In, in Arizona. Um, so, that's a Sunday. That's a midday game. I think it's a 4 o'clocker. So, for those on the East Coast. So, it'll be a 4 o'clock game. Um so yeah, man. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if they can make magic happen yeah. and win four. Four just be their 
fourth in a row. Yeah, it was, we won three. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if we can get four in a row. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. Now, Washington football fans, I would caution everybody. If we lose this game, it's – I don't want to say it's okay, but – don't start with the Rivera needs to get fired, F. Scott Turner, you know, all these things. Like, just relax. Like, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll be fine because you'll see it. You'll see it. As soon as it's, it, they'll switch up on you in a minute, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, all right, so that's all we got. That's the end of the episode, episode seven with the five wide podcast this is Adam and Eddie. Be sure to check us out on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at five wide podcast. It's a number five wide podcast um and also find us any anywhere you listen to your podcast so we're on pretty much every podcast platform um be sure to like the show rate the show subscribe to the show um yeah and we'll see you next week and we're out of here